0: Greetings, both history fans and film fans. If you haven't already, follow us on Instagram at History and Film. It's a good way to know when new episodes drop or just see other interesting history or film tidbits. And if you have any other questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to email me at Simmons at TrackNerds.com. Enjoy the show. Welcome to History and Film, and we have another bonus episode this week recommended by a listener nick suggested we check out four lions after we did an episode on paradise now and he thought it was kind of the black comedy version of what they did in paradise now
1: and it only took us seven months to get to it
0: (laughs) well yeah and we'll see when i actually release this oh hey that for us that's pretty that's pretty good for us actually that's true (laughs) that's pretty quick that's
1: true for us that is pretty fast so
0: when this movie was recommended to us, I had never heard of it before. Had you ever heard of Four Lines? It sounded vaguely familiar, because like, I always put like a top 10 together every year. And I feel like it was yeah. one of those that maybe a few critics were putting like in the bottom of their top 10. I never got around to maybe. So like I think uh, it was probably on my radar in 2010, but I'm not 100% sure. So it didn't sound like completely out of nowhere, but no, I wasn't It definitely wasn't it.
1: on my radar in 2010. Okay. Uh, nor any time since then until we got this email and because i guess did he say in the email that it was a comedy
0: yeah here actually i got it right here so uh let's see have you seen four lions it also manages to humanize suicide bombers without condoning them which is kind of what we talked about in paradise now yeah he said he says it's a comedy uh, focusing on an incompetent terrorist cell of british muslims but it has more emotional depth than you expect and it's quite touching at points Which, yeah spot on there nick
1: that is a very good description. I must have just forgotten that it was supposed to be a comedy. Oh when no! I started it. You didn't know it was a comedy. <laughs> well, when I started the movie, I just thought it was like it's, you know similar to Paradise Now, but in with British, like it, it, in a different setting. And so I started, and they're all acting like complete morons, and I'm like, what? What is this? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, this is. This is supposed to be a comedy.
0: You didn't realize it was The Office, but for terrorists.
1: <laughs> Which I was not expecting, because, like, the very first shot of the movie is, like, they're making the tape, and he's holding the toy gun that's, like, six inches long. <laughs> and they're like, oh, just hold it closer to the camera. And I'm like, okay, this <laughs> like, this is, okay, this is a comedy. I didn't, I didn't. Expect this
0: though, but it's not too dissimilar from that same scene in Paradise Now. I mean, so that's true. You could definitely that's see true. it brings to yeah. the comic element where he's basically reminding his in Paradise Now, reminding his mom to get like a certain brand of like oven cleaner or whatever it is, right? And so, uh yes. Now, this of course we say it's a comedy. It kind of had a, had a unique tone to any movie I've seen. Like this, this really kind of is, is, is unique. I don't think I've seen a movie quite like this as far as I've, right. I've seen black comedies before. But man, this was because well, none of the laughs were like on front street. You know what I'm saying? They don't. And of course, that's also like the British stuff, but also just being a dark comedy. Like it was uh, it was funny. I was laughing out loud at times. Yeah. But it's uncomfortable in a way, too, of course.
1: It has a very unique kind of like comedic point of view where normally with movies like this, either you get the, you know, something similar to like. Team America World Police, Mm. where it's like, oh, you know, the military-industrial complex and the government is kind of silly and inept, or it's like, oh, the terrorists are the ones that are silly and inept, but in this movie, it's like, both of them.
0: Oh, right, because we see the cops going after the wrong person, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, like, at the the last... 20 minutes of this movie is just a comedy of errors literally on both sides yeah yeah the cops and the terrorists
0: oh my oh right yeah yeah the wookiee and, and all like that. yeah there's some
1: stuff that's like i don't know I, I maybe have a darker sense of humor than most people i was laughing at a lot of stuff but i also while watching would be like man I, some people watching this might be like really uncomfortable with the stuff that's like being made fun of
0: uh yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> Well, it, it, goes, it actually ties in, like I said, there's, it's a very British thing. So, again, I think the office comparison is accurate. This is basically the office if instead of set at a paper sales company, it was a terrorist uh, cell. And, like, it's really right. just the office for terrorists.
1: Even the style of filmmaking. Oh, right. It, a lot of, like, handheld kind of shaky cam. It almost
0: feels like a mockumentary, except there's not quite that actual, you know, fourth wall there. Right. But, no, it's so, like in the British version of The Office... For those who haven't seen it, it's actually more like it's a. Uh, the Brits seem to thrive on that awkward stuff where, like, we get in America, we get a little more, on average, a little more cringy and uncomfortable watching that stuff. And the Brits just seem to think that's hilarious. So if you actually go watch even the American version of The Office, the first three to six episodes, they're way different in tone than where the show went, and like Michael yeah. Scott is way less likable.
1: Oh, he's like a he's a scumbag. Yes, in the first season he's like a complete yeah he sucks. Right,
0: and they kind of morph him into doofus so he'd be more acceptable in the United States, whereas in the, in the right. British version, Ricky Gervais just plays that same character equivalently does that same way the whole series, but that's getting in you know, kind of more British sense of humor. So kind of the point there too, where this is kind of awkward and uncomfortable, in general, I think the, the Brits are more comfortable with, it, with that. And uh, so, yeah, you're right. It's, it's definitely awkward and uncomfortable, but also kind of funny, but you feel bad for laughing because you know it parallels so many real life things. But then at the end of the day, I think the whole point of the movie is to show that religiously fundamental terrorists of whatever background are a joke. And they're losers. And that's the point. It ultimately, it's just making these people idiots because they are.
1: Right. But it also doesn't, at the same time, though, at while the majority of the movie is, you know, yeah, these guys are morons and it's stupid and, like, being a terrorist is stupid because it is. But also, like, the way that the cops go about trying to combat
0: the oh. terrorism
1: is also really
0: stupid right which is also reflective of unfortunately things in real life where we don't necessarily anticipate things that may with hindsight but are you know maybe could have been handled better or uh yeah and
1: as a matter of fact there are two instances in the movie where cops have the terrorists in their actual gun sights and shoot the wrong person it happens twice. Right.
0: And shoot an innocent bystander instead and then try to say that like, oh, yeah, no, we got the right one. That was the right one. Right. That was definitely a terrorist.
1: Yeah. And they said they uh, what was it the we shot the right guy, but the wrong guy blew up or something like that. It was like this, yeah. <laughs> it, this completely <laughs> like intellectually, you know twisted weird excuse that they have at the end for shooting the wrong guy yeah it's
0: like no we totally took out the terrorist but then the other guy somehow set off the bomb accidentally on my mistake (laughs) like (laughs) uh nope
1: (laughs) and this uh i guess since this is history of film we should maybe address the fact that this is not an actual historical event that they are referencing right
0: right although it does have lots of parallels and things we can talk about for sure
1: right so this this movie came out in 2010 so it's, it's only after only five years after the 7-7 bombings yes yep where that was actually four uh terrorists involved in that incident and three out of the four of them were british but of pakistani descent just like we see right the characters in this movie are and uh, yeah, for those who don't know about the seven seven bombers, the uh, the double decker buses is like two double decker buses that got blown up in London on July seventh two
0: thousand five. Well, and an and underground or some of the sub, uh, subways right, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It and, was, and
1: the, sub, yeah the subway. Where, it was, like,
0: where it's like a simultaneous thing where there's like three explosions yeah. all around the city at the same time, right. and then one a little bit later with four four yeah. suicide bombers. That if you look at their, they basically they range in ages from eighteen to thirty. And right. you start looking at it, oh, you, know, had a, you had a young wife and kid, or was living with so-and-so. It's, it feels, to me, very much like this film was based off of these guys. Not Again, not directly, not one for one or anything like that, but just as far as the right. ages and the backgrounds, it's kind of taking these same guys. There's actually,
1: you know, since 2001, there have actually been a pretty big number of, you know, jihadist terrorist cells either take you know carrying out attacks or being foiled in the course of carrying out an attack or being found out before they had a chance to but like this kind of stuff in Europe happens pretty frequently.
0: Oh yeah, there there's a whole list Especially
1: of them. Especially yeah. in, in at this like at 2010 that's like you know between 2000 and 2010 is like heyday for European jihadist activity.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then not long after that bombing, that 7-7 bombing in 05, then uh, half a year later in February of 06, there was actually a big, I don't know if you say Islamist or Islamist demonstration, basically a kind of, not just your regular run-of-the-mill Muslim, a little more of the ones who side with the extremists, if not extremists Mm -hmm. themselves, demonstrating in response to so they, this is where you had all the cartoon stuff going on so they were there was a big protest yeah. in front of the yep. Danish embassy in London because a Danish magazine or newspaper had published some uh, offensive cartoons about Muhammad but the protesters weren't just saying hey this is you know disrespectful to our faith they're basically saying kill the people who dare insult the prophet Muhammad and there's definitely a fine right. line between hey we find that offensive and death to the infidels. Sure. And uh Europe does deal with a lot of this. And, and honestly, I don't want to say more so than the United States, except that I don't feel like you see a lot. You don't see these kinds of demonstrations in the US of the pro violence Muslims in the US. That, 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 that doesn't seem to be a thing here. And
1: like definitely more so than the United States as far as like actual, like, okay, so 9 11 obviously happened in the United States. But as far as like number of jihadist cells that are being busted, like, Europe definitely has more.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. It happens
1: in Europe all the time. It happens in the United States hardly at all.
0: Right. The U.S. even has the stories. Maybe we talked about this before on the Paradise Now episode. I actually kind of forget. But the U.S. even has stories of the FBI will get a Muslim to go infiltrate a mosque to root out potential terrorists. And the people who go to that mosque end up reporting the FBI agent to the FBI. because he's asking all these weird questions and we think he might be a terrorist
1: or they like it's there's a lot of uh there's also a fine line between some of the investigative i'm putting that in air quotes techniques and Mm. just like straight up
0: entrapment oh yes if the undercover person is the one planning the attack and then people and convincing people it's like well you're the one that started it then
1: and it can be something as you know we got this person we Talked him up and talked him up and then we got him to buy a ticket to a plane ticket to Syria because they wanted to like join ISIS or whatever. It's like, oh, that's material support for a terrorist organization. It's a federal crime. You're under arrest. Mm, wow. You know, but yeah. And this, I guess the, so I, I found a uh, a quote from a uh, a 2017 study about that was looking into jihadist radicalization in the UK specifically. Okay. And so the drawing of of Muhammad is a pretty specific example, but just in general, it says specific causes cited were biased towards Israel vis-a-vis Palestinians, non-action on Kashmir and Chechnya, and active oppression in Iraq, Afghanistan, and the wider war on terror. Other alleged causes included social and economic deprivation, Islamophobia, particularly following 9-11, and intergenerational clashes between first, second, and third generation Muslims. And, like, hmm. a lot of that stuff is not necessarily specifically cited, but, like, that general feeling is mentioned a bunch of times in the movie by the guys in the mm, terrorist yes, cell. Yes,
0: yes. And, and that's where, I don't know, it's, it's kind of tough, because we only have kind of our our perspective, and, you know, we get frustrated with any kind of xenophobia in the United States, but it's easy to forget that, Other countries have often larger issues with Islamophobia. And even the whole Brexit thing was largely a xenophobic kind of response to the Brits not wanting as many immigrants and foreigners coming over and working in the United Kingdom. And that was kind of even the impetus behind the the Brexit push. And of course, it ended up being a lot of people regretting their vote right after. And and, uh, they're kind of stuck with it now. But yeah, Islamophobia in the UK is just a general issue with you know there's arson on mosques and discrimination against muslims and obviously you should go without saying that you know the the fundamentalist you know pro-suicide bombing group is i mean i don't it, it, I mean, it's like less than one percent i guess it's just not representative of who most muslims are going about their day-to-day lives but then they're then they're the victims because they're associated with these terrorist groups of course you can see that too that uh even non-Muslims, uh, Sikhs get a lot of crap, get a lot of anti-Muslim hate, oh, even though they're yeah. not Muslim. And it's just like, right? Uh, if you're gonna be an idiot, at least be a smart idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if you're
1: gonna be racist, at least be like Correct, correctly, correctly racist. racist. I, oh I, no, wait, I mean, no, wait,
0: that's that's we shouldn't say that. There's no there's no correctly <laughs> racist. At least at least understand your racism. <laughs> I don't right. even know what a, we're trying least, to say. At uh, least
1: at least correctly categorize Well, no, that's this is okay, no this no is, we're this digging is, we're effect. digging we're digging Yep. <laughs> don't be racist don't be racist at all yeah yeah period yeah how about that okay <laughs> um oh so i feel like uh this movie is like one of those kind of like looking back on it creepy foreshadowy things because they're oh the london marathon right yeah. so this is a movie in 2000 made in 2010 About a terrorist, uh, Islamic terrorists attacking a marathon. Yeah. Uh, And then the Boston bombing happens in 2013. Yep. Where the same thing happens but in Boston. And then even, like, all the scenes of Riz Ahmed with, like, his wife and young child. And, like, the older brother out of the two Boston bombers had, like, a wife and a young child. And that was, like, a big part. Like, there's a lot of of parallels that seem really... uh, kind of eerie looking you know watching this movie with both of those in hindsight
0: yeah for sure and then the explosives that they're building in the movie seem to be accurate almost surprised because sometimes you'll see them uh just kind of make like in like in fight club they Mm kind of they spout out uh a way to make a homemade bomb but it's it's wrong They, they intentionally give just a made up method of making a bomb so that people couldn't replicate it and not that they detail how they're making their explosives here in this in this film but it is accurate with those homemade like hair dyes and bleach products and stuff that i guess you can it's even something they call uh t-a-t-p and it is kind of this go-to and they're trying to they're trying to make sure people don't have access to large amounts of this stuff because like it's so the explosives they're making in this film are the same kind of explosives used in the in the 2005 London bombings and several other right. attacks in in subsequent years? The shoe bomber guy was trying to hit yep. the bomb. He was trying to it was all that same that same the same kind of explosive, homemade explosive, and and it, it is also it says prone to accidental de- detonations, oh, which they used it's to humor- very volatile. Yeah, like
1: don't don't make it, don't make it, <laughs> don't, don't make it, and honestly, maybe don't even like look up how to make it because you I mean you probably could if you wanted to, but don't. Don't do that.
0: Right, right.
1: Just don't. Don't look at. Don't. Even, don't. Just don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh but yeah. So but it, which they use the humorous effect in the film when they have all these accidental like explosions. Oh, like I mean, yeah. Like the one guy gets
1: blown up because he's choking on the sim card, and the guy tries <laughs> to give him the Heimlich and accidentally blows him just up. Just
0: sets it off. Yeah. 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 The I wasn't ready for the casual death in a comedy like this and like even when like when their first buddy you know explodes tripping by the sheep and then they like had like just the bag of his body and his like you see his guts and sheep guts just all in a trash bag and then later like the police find his head somewhere when it falls out of a tree somehow and it's just like what is happening this is so bizarre and uncomfortable and i'm sure the brits just find it hilarious (laughs) and
1: something else that was like I was kind of surprised that this was even something that the movie seemed to be commenting on. But out of the five terrorists, there are two of them that like are pretty specifically written as mentally ill, Mm. which is actually a
0: thing. Like, so they will target those people and convince them that. yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I, I've, uh, I read a study from the Netherlands Institute of International Relations that in 2006, they had a. They did a study on jihadist terrorists in Europe, and from all of the groups and incidents that they looked into, five percent of those jihadists suffered from some form of mental illness.
0: Okay, well, of course, how's that percent compared to the general population?
1: I'm, I'm not sure.
0: Okay, because five five percent doesn't sound incredibly high, but yes, as far as yeah, if you're needing someone to go blow up a a chemist shop or pharmacy, <laughs> that you could uh, just prey on someone who basically doesn't know any better or is easy, easily influenced and you just kind of convince them that Well,
1: and and you see it happen in the movie because yeah, the guy says yeah. he's like well what does your heart say he's like well my heart says that this is wrong and we shouldn't do it <laughs> yeah yeah like, oh uh well what's your head say and he says oh well my head says that i've already come this far so it'd kind of be messed up if i just like quit Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, well, that's actually Satan made your heart and your head flipped, and so actually that's your heart. You should listen to your heart." It's like,
0: yeah, yeah. He's just an idiot. There's, yeah, yeah.
1: And this, that's like, that's kind of funny. That's like a silly joke in the movie, and I laughed when they were, you know, without it. But like, that's also, yeah, kind of exactly how they get people to do that kind of stuff.
0: Right, right. Yeah, it was it was was interesting. I said it was it was really good, but it was just it was just uh, was kind of not like anything I'd seen before. Uh, The my other note was. The pre-9-11, and again, obviously 9-11 was in the United States, but it did have worldwide impacts. Even people, you know, across the world are kind of know where they were on 9-11 kind of thing. Because it was, you know, even though Britain has attacks, you know, on the London bombings, obviously it was tragic. uh, And 55 people were killed. But, you know, compared to what, 3,000 on 9-11? But in 2000, the UK did pass a terrorism act uh, that basically just gave the police extended authority if they suspected terrorist intentions basically the cops in in great britain could arrest you without charge for 40 it holds you for up to 48 hours if they suspected that you were related to terrorism activities and then also with searches and seizures and stuff they just had a lot more latitude if they could tie it into terrorism in some way which of course then just like we would see over here, led to the controversy. And yes, you know, it's one of those things, you can use this law then for things that are outside of it and you just have to say that's what you thought to hold someone that you, in. so, right. so it's definitely controversial. And then obviously when you get to profiling and prejudice against uh, Muslims, and so it's definitely problematic, but also it, it's tough. It, it's tough to figure out how to fight these things because, you know, yeah. terrorism in general, you're, you're trying to fight an idea. Well, hey, you were you were a Marine during the war on terror. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Not that I have anything to add, but I figure me I should shut up and let the Marine talk. <laughs> well, I, I was just gonna say, like
1: it it is kind of controversial, and depending on who you talk to, people draw the lines at different places. And like we were talking about the Boston bombers in 2013, well, there was a lot of uh once a, a an organization or an investigation gets classified under terrorism well now it's not just a crime now it has to do with homeland security national security and so you get a lot more latitude when you're the government as far as who is allowed to question these people whether or not they're allowed to have a lawyer whether or not they're you know Mm. you need to you know necessarily observe all of their constitutional rights while you're holding them and questioning them because it's national security And, and you know i think in that specific case I I don't think it's a stretch to say that a lot of that's justified because, you know, fuck that guy. But you can see how it becomes dangerous when you start saying things like uh, whatever group of uh, protesters, well, they're terrorists now. You know what I mean,
0: right? Or someone that you think, or it's, it's oh, it's the brother-in-law, someone who's into some terrorist stuff. So you're going to bring him in and right. hold him indefinitely without charges, even though he's completely innocent, and you're violating his civil liberties just because of but, association or potential association.
1: That exact thing happens in the movie,
0: right? Oh, right, well, yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. The cops that, basically I, arrest his brother-in-law. They, yeah, the dude's yeah.
1: right. The brother-in-law who's who's like also kind of a the... conservative jerk, but right, but he's but not a terrorist. Yeah, he's, he's a very, pacifist. He's yeah. very specifically non-violent. Yes, he is very much like and, and yeah, he like he has some views and opinions that suck like, oh, I don't I don't speak with women. Women should be, you know, have this separate little room in the house or I shouldn't be in the same room as a woman. And I don't talk to women and, you know, they're beneath me or whatever. But he's also like I under no circumstances whatsoever is violence. okay. right. But he's the one who gets him and his friends are the ones who get picked up by the police instead of the actual terrorists that are planning on blowing things up. And then what do we see happen to him? He gets taken to this, like, warehouse in a shipping container that they say is oh, right. technically the sovereign property of Egypt, Egypt yeah, and that yeah. allows them to have Egyptians there who will torture him. And so that's how they get around his, you know, constitutional rights
0: oh, and, his, right, right.
1: frankly, his human rights. And they, yeah, it's because he's in this shipping container that's technically part of Egypt. Now they can torture him, and he had nothing had nothing to do with the plot at all. He was just he was the like the the brother in law, or I don't even remember if he's the brother in law. He's just a friend, maybe. I think he's, I think the, I think it was his brother. Oh well, they he's, called everyone. They they said a- any any male Muslim was a brother. Oh,
0: I guess I thought it was Riz's actual brother. Okay.
1: Oh, I I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's true. Maybe it wasn't literal.
1: Either way, it doesn't matter. Like he had nothing to do with it. But because he was, like, tangentially related to one of the people in the plot, yeah, they, they tortured him.
0: Yeah, wow. Did
1: you, did you catch, when you watched the movie, did you watch into the credits at all? Like, those little clips they were
0: showing during the credits? Uh, some, but remind me.
1: Okay, did you catch the one where they were showing the footage from the drone? watching them shoot the bazooka in the wrong direction when they're in pakistan that they killed osama bin laden (laughs) that they blow up osama bin laden and again that this so this movie came out in 2010 and osama bin laden was killed in a raid by you know navy seals the the next year yeah yeah 2011 but i just thought that 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 was interesting that at this time like that's a plausible quotes air quotes plausible Thing that could have happened Oh, because they're
0: even in Pakistan, aren't they? Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> they go to Pakistan And they accidentally blow up Osama Bin Laden <laughs> I just thought that was kind of funny
0: Uh, yeah, no it, it,
1: I, And then I <laughs> I also wrote down on here Benedict Cumberbatch, question oh, mark, exclamation point In all caps Yes,
0: yes, he shows up as another incompetent person Uh, this yeah. time as the negotiator Who just starts asking about girls And if he, if he's a If he's a boob or butt man <laughs> Yeah
1: <laughs> Asking the, the guy if he likes big girls. And then, that was kind of funny, too, because he's like, what are your demands? And he goes, haven't got any? Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, it's funny, but like also kind of sad and yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> depressing. But when I saw him, I was like, That's, is that Benedict Cumberbatch? Oh, and yeah. then I was thinking, I was like, okay, this movie's from 2010. And I was like, I don't even know what I would have seen Benedict Cumberbatch in. And nothing. Prior as to this band, and, right. and nothing. Like, right. he's in the movie for he has what 3 minutes of screen time maybe
0: right and this is kind of before he broke out in the states at least i don't know what he was doing in uh
1: so i went and looked at his filmography okay uh, he was in the first season of sherlock the bbc sherlock with right. him and martin freeman the first season of that came out in 2010 but i i had not i didn't start watching that show until 2012 or 2013 right as i think when i first saw that show but i mean i I think the first thing that I saw him in was Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy, which came out in 2012.
0: Okay. see, yeah it basically he he kind of went from who to huge really, really quickly. So yeah, you're right So like the, the, you have the Sherlock show starting right around then, and then he's kind of doing uh, I never saw Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy, but then you're getting into Star Trek. He's in 12 years a slave. He's the voice of Smog in The Hobbit. And it's kind of like basically between twenty ten and twenty thirteen is when he just blew up, and then imitation game is twenty fourteen yeah. yeah, and then he's just and he's doctor strange by twenty sixteen so yeah, he just kind of yeah between twenty ten and twenty thirteen hes he blew up pretty quickly there
1: well, and now he's like he's an a lister, there are movies where they sell the movie because they put his face on the right, right on the cover like it's yeah but it's it's just funny to see a movie that from not that long ago twenty ten and it's like Benedict Cumberbatch in this little like bit role that he has three
0: minutes of screen time and he's like this incompetent doofus. <laughs> yes, was yeah, was not was not not expecting uh him to show up like that. And obviously he'd been working for uh years before that, but just kinda in like oh, yeah, Br- yeah, yeah. British T V and stuff, yeah.
1: Right. Well and I think I mean his not breakout role, but his the first thing that made him like people know who Benedict Cumberbatch is was Sherlock, right? I mean that's just timeline wise.
0: Yes. And I'm, of course, I can't. Why don't I don't even see Sherlock on here? So I can't find the. I can't. Oh, there it is. 20, yeah, 2010. Yeah. So, but again, that was that year, right? So that was kind of the first thing. So, yeah, the simple version is I would say Sherlock into Star Trek. And while also doing obviously small roles and other things, but yeah.
1: What year did Star Trek come out?
0: The one that he was in where he's con. That was 2013.
1: Okay. What year was the first Hobbit movie? Was that 2012? 20. 13? 2012. 2012. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think I think Sherlock must have been the first thing that I ever saw him in. Or no, never mind. I just said it was Taker Taylor's Shoulder Spy. Now that I'm <laughs> remembering, I definitely saw that before I saw Sherlock.
0: Oh, uh, Okay. <laughs> but I don't,
1: but I didn't know who he was. I like I didn't prior to seeing that movie. Like when I saw Sherlock, I was like, oh, that's that guy from. That spy movie that I saw.
0: Okay. And I probably did see him first in Sherlock, and was just like, hey, this guy's pretty good at playing Sh- uh Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> mm. And of course, the lead of the film is Riz Ahmed, who we really oh, loved yes. in Sound of Metal last year. We kind of we've met we've been talking about Riz a little bit, but we haven't, haven't really hung a lantern on it. Oh, yeah, it is Riz Ahmed. Riz Ahmed is, is great. Yeah, yeah. He is awesome. And again, someone I was I was not familiar with, even though I'd seen him in like he's in like Indian Indian Rogue One, Star Wars.
1: Yeah, he's in Rogue One. He's in um if every, if anyone has seen the HBO miniseries, The Night Of.
0: Oh, and I have not seen that.
1: Where he plays a young guy who is accused of murder. And he's like on trial for murder. And it's like kind of the story of him getting accused of this murder. And then how his time in jail while he's on trial kind of changes him. Oh, huh. It's actually pretty good.
0: I think I saw the trailer probably back when it came out. Yeah, Rosalind is. I I wasn't aware of him until Sound of Metal, but obviously I'd seen him and other things. And just kind of, he was more of kind of a bit player I didn't recognize. And then now it's like, oh, okay, no, this guy's legit.
1: Oh, he was in Nightcrawler. I think was probably the first thing that I saw him in. Yes,
0: was- that's right. Yeah, again, I had seen that. And he was just a really good guy who was like Jake's partner or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's one of those things where you like, you see the movie and then realize after the fact, like when Sound of Metal comes out, oh, he was that guy. Oh, he was that guy. Yeah. And so since we ended our world history initial timeline with Midnight in Paris, which was a 2011 movie, this basically goes right before that. I'm just going to say it was contemporary to 2010, which again makes sense that it would be at that point in the British timeline. It does never actually says the exact year, but you could argue it's, you know, maybe a little closer to the London bombings or these guys were the London bombers. Yes, right around right around 2010 is where I'm putting it in the timeline. Even though it isn't historical, it definitely, definitely points to a lot of issues in the United Kingdom and the world at large when looking at Islamic fundamentalism and the rise of terrorist cells and even kind of specifically homegrown terrorist cells, like self-radicalized right. people. So, like, these aren't people who are recruited specifically by an al-qaeda type group or an isis type group yeah. these are people who just kind of i think they would call it self-radicalization where they just kind right. of and even the, the guys in in 05 were actually all like you said they're british born
1: yeah and most of the uh most of the jihadist groups in the studies that i looked at were like they didn't have a name if they did have a name it was just like network associated with whoever the network leader guy was These were not guys with strong ties to Al-Qaeda or ISIS. I mean, some of them were, and they definitely all sympathize with those groups, but like no actual connections. Like a lot of them are just people with grievances who are radicalized somehow. And then, you know, obviously social affiliations. So whether you're friends or family with Mm. someone who's radical then uh, has a lot to do with whether or not you become radicalized. But yeah, that was one thing that I thought was interesting is that these are not necessarily like actual card carrying members of Al Qaeda or ISIS who are coming to do these attacks. A lot of them are just radicalized online or just kind of by their by themselves and then go carry out these attacks.
0: Which is why if a politician is saying like we're going to eliminate terrorism, it's like, well, then you're an idiot because you can't eliminate terrorism any more than you can eliminate depression or hunger or anything like that
1: well and also foreign policy and attitudes toward that foreign policy are definitely a big factor in a lot of these people's radicalization yes but so is social issues cultural problems economic problems like locally right have a lot to do with these kind of like just general discontent with the status quo and so if you're in like if you're in an economic rut and also, you know, you're seeing this foreign policy that you don't like and also you're having to deal with Islamophobic assholes on a regular right. basis, that's what radicalizes people. It's not like you are just minding your own business and then one day, you know, al-Qaeda bad guy number 4 calls you on a on your burner phone. And all of a sudden, you're a terrorist. Like, that's not how it works.
0: Right, right. And yeah, so yeah, fighting it. Yes, you have to fight the threat of any imminent attacks and watch for people who are plotting. But at the same time, where the world sucks (laughs) is, you know, undermine the conditions that give rise to terrorist sympathies in the first place. And again, not that that's ever going to be perfect either, but you can ameliorate it.
1: Yeah, and I was going to say, and let's not let people get it twisted. Like, fuck all these people that do these attacks. You know, they deserve every bad thing that happens to them. They, you know, they are responsible for their actions. Right, just right. Just because, you know, just because you have a grievance doesn't mean you get to kill people about it. But at the same time, there are... It's not It's not just these are bad guys and so they're going to do bad guy stuff. Like, sometimes there are things that could have been changed to where maybe people don't go down this path in the first place
0: well it's the same with any crime we talk about how you lower crime rates like you have to fight crime but you can also ameliorate the conditions that lead people to fall into crime just in general and then yes terrorism right. is just a horrible crime so yes yeah all right did we did we solve all the world's problems i think we just kind of got the <laughs> formula of war peace going here so you're welcome everybody
1: all right yeah <laughs> oh man I I didn't have it as a specific note, but the scene where they you have the two snipers and they tell him to shoot the bear, the guy shoots the Wookiee, and then it's like this whole argument over oh,
0: right. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What no, I shot that that's a bear. He says, No, I think that's a Wookiee. He says, What's, What's a Wookiee? a
0: Wookie?
1: Wookie? <laughs> <laughs> He said, A Wookiee is a bear. He <laughs> said, No, we're shoot. we have to shoot the honey monster. He said, A honey monster is a bear. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the at the end of that argument, he's like, Well, it must have been the right guy, because I shot him.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, and that—that that was actually—that's I mean, that, almost chilling when you think about it. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh. So yes, thanks, uh, thanks, Nick, for recommending that movie. It was uh, we did it, we did enjoy it quite a bit, and hopefully we'll be able to do more bonus episodes for you. And actually, I don't know when we're going to release this, so we're probably still in the middle of our tournament to determine the most interesting person in history. And this is kind of a little diversion for that. So keep an eye out to see who wins that tournament and.